Hello, welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards podcast for the week of June 23, 2014. This is episode 235, and I am Chris Bevelo, president of Interval, or the healthcare marketing firm that puts on the podcast. With me today are Jackie Olson, account manager with Interval, and Adam Meyer, principal at Interval. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, doing hey. good. Staying dry. Trying to. Mm-hmm. Staying dry. That's our motto. That's our slogan. Staying dry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got a really short time frame today, so mm-hmm. we're going to dive right into things. Um, we only have one talker, but uh, even with that, I think we could fill the time, no problem. Mm-hmm. So, no time just for a small of, talk. What's that? <laughs> no time for like small that? talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So a couple of speaking uh, engagements coming up. Uh, I will be, boy, there's a lot. There's more than a couple. Going to be at the Florida Hospital Association Communications Conference uh, in Orlando on July 24th. So doing Joe Public there. Going to be at the Texas Hospital Association Healthcare Strategic Communications Summit on August 8th in Austin. Talking about content marketing. It indeed it is. Going to be at the Whipper Miss Annual Conference, uh, doing a digital marketing makeover with Chris Boyer on September 24, and going to be in New York on Wednesday, October 8th at the Haney's Communication Conference, talking again about content marketing. So, full slate coming up. Uh, All of that is surrounding the release of our new book, which we're very excited about, Joe Public 2, Embracing the New Paradigm. Uh, it's a strategic guide to digital and content marketing for hospitals and health systems. <laughs> ah. So look for that. You can uh, find out details at thinkinterval.com slash JP2. Okay. We're excited for that. Got a new cover and everything. Ooh. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's, uh, we've got maybe 15 minutes, but I think we can do this justice. Uh, we actually got an email. This was a while back, and I think I mentioned it on the podcast um, from Katie Cologne uh, at Fairview Health Services, I believe is the official name. Maybe it's just Fairview Health these days, right here in the Twin Cities in Minnesota. Uh, she is a follower and fan of the podcast and wanted us to talk about humor. This was her question. Uh, I'm wondering if you would ever consider doing a podcast topic on the use of humor in healthcare brand awareness marketing. When, if ever, does it work well? When does it fall on its face? And when does it cross the line? Examples, I know this is not related per se to content marketing, but in those instances where brand awareness marketing is needed, I love to hear your collective thoughts on this. And like we said before, I think we brought this up, we've talked about humor over the course of the podcast a number of times, uh, but I like the idea of diving in on it um, explicitly and solely. So let's do that. Uh, One thing I would say first off is, uh, you know, obviously we talk about things more than content marketing. Uh, content marketing we think is a great strategy, but it's not the only marketing you'll do. Uh, and certainly sometimes you'll have to do awareness building, uh, promotional marketing and other things. Uh, but I do think humor can be considered content marketing uh, because you're giving something of value to people uh, that draws them in and then that's what connects them to you. So uh, that's how I think of content marketing. You're not trying to sell something necessarily. Now, a lot of times humor is used uh, with promotional marketing, and that's 
that's okay. We'll talk about how that can work. But uh, in some ways, it can be content marketing if it's if it's set up right. So it just kind of depends on how you look at it. But well, we have some examples. Do you guys have? I have good examples and bad examples. I think what we said before on this is uh, we're going to leave aside the cause marketing approach or or messaging. So, for example, it was probably like two months ago, isn't that right? Uh, we looked at an ad that Jackie liked that I didn't like. I don't think Adam liked it either, but that's part of what we're going to talk about with humor, by the way, uh, that was for breast cancer awareness. And it was like, um, what was his name? Chad? Well, I don't his remember. Was, I thought it was Chad. Maybe no, it was, it was more. It was more. Brad? Um, Brad, yeah, it was like fraternity-ish. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and Brad was like this smarmy fraternity guy who was offering to do breast exams for women. And so the joke was, you know, here's this gross guy. He's just trying to cop a feel. But that would grab your attention and get you to pay attention to breast cancer awareness uh, or getting your breast exams. So there's all kinds of examples of humor, um, bright humor, dark humor, surprising humor, shocking humor that is used uh, from a cause marketing standpoint. Uh, but because most of our clients are hospitals and health systems, I think it's a different ball game. Uh, when you're trying to get attention for a cause, you're not necessarily trying to sell somebody on your brand or your service. Uh, so you have a little more leeway, I think, to go out there uh, and take some risks. Uh, if you take risks with your brand and they don't pay off or backfire, uh, that's where the problems can come. And that can come with any kind of advertising. But humor, uh, if especially in our world, if not played right, has a little higher risk for that. Wouldn't you guys agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's all you got? You got nothing else to add? <laughs> that's it. I was counting that. on you guys to, to fill in the rest. But no. So here's an, here's an example. Uh, so the question Katie asked, you know, does it ever, is it ever, applicable or appropriate. And I say, yeah, you in healthcare marketing for hospitals and health systems, humor can be used. Uh, you just have to use it right. You have to remember, uh, we were joking uh, before the podcast because Jackie and Adam were looking at some internet memes that they thought were really funny. And I was like, I don't, I don't even understand what these are. I don't understand how they're funny. Uh, that is a real challenge and danger with humor. Mm-hmm. And the further you push the envelope on humor, uh, the further you risk that, people not getting it, and certainly you risk turning people off. And here's an example I'll give you. Uh, this is a billboard uh, for a heart hospital. Normally we don't say who the the uh, innocent or guilty are, so I won't do that here. You could probably figure it out if you need to. It's a heart hospital. It says heart hospital in the name of the logo on the billboard. And the headline says, your heirs can wait. Heirs spelled H-E-I-R-S. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to be funny, I think. Their message is, hey, the people who want your money when you die, they can wait because we'll save you from your heart problems. Yeah. Uh, not sure that's the kind of humor you want to run with in healthcare. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. lost on me a little bit. It's lost on you. What does that mean? Well, I just well, i I'm not seeing the humor in it. Okay, so Jackie, you don't think it's funny, so that's one danger. 
Right. Adam, were you going to say something else? I, I mean, I see the hu- I mean, I see where they're trying to go with it. I see right where where the humor would be. I just don't think that they're hitting the mark with it. I think it's. I mean, if 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 it's not funny to me, I like to think I have a pretty good sense of humor. Um, <laughs> you know, then <laughs> I don't know. I think you've I think you've done something wrong. I'm not easily offended, and it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. offend me, but it certainly rubs me the wrong way you know i'm not i'm not straight up offended. it doesn't make me go oh my god i'm not taken aback right. i'm not i'm not disgusted by the organization i'm not going to choose to not do business with them um because of it but at the same time it's like it feels like a fail mm-hmm. uh, to me it's just it's like i see that what you're trying to do and you didn't you didn't do it you know and you did it in a way that feels you know a little bit distasteful yeah i agree right Right, and I think that's the danger. I mean, I think, A, people may not get the humor. Um, I don't think that was your case, Jackie. I think your point was you don't think it's funny. Uh, so that's, right. you know, if your ad falls flat for whatever reason, that's not good. But also you you do have a risk, I think, and this one touches on it, pushes it, of offending people. Uh, or essentially, again, we talk to clients all the time about this, um, you know, you've got to be careful that you don't go to the dark side in our world. Uh, You know, we do deal in life and death. And if you're going to go to the death card uh, and you're a hospital, you better be really sure about it. And we've had other examples. We've talked about other examples and we're necessarily humorous. um, But boy, you know, people don't want to think about hospitals to start with. And if you're going to bring up the idea that, Hey, you're going to die unless you come here. Uh, which is not really what this is saying, but they're trying to play with it. I just think it's yeah. a little bit of a minefield that you got to be careful with. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Especially now, in our field. Especially in our field, yeah. There are examples, I think, uh, where humor does work. Uh, and, and one we talked about, gosh, it's probably been a year or two ago, uh, for um, Texas Health Resources. And they actually ran an ad for uh, a product that comes from friends of ours at uh, Medicom Health. And it was a heart health profiler. And we can provide a link to it. But it was basically, you know, you you use a a heart health profiler to see if you're at risk for heart disease. So the ad was about, you know, uh, it basically said, you know, this is how Bob found out he was allergic to bees. And he, like, opens the attic door and there's a giant beehive right in his face. And this is how Bob learned that, uh, God, what was it? What is it when your stomach gurgles? Oh, there's like a name for it, isn't there? Gerd or something. I don't know what it was. Uh, but he was like, he was in a, he, he was in a, um, he was in a, like a diner. And it, his stomach started gurgling really loud and people were shooting him looks. And here's how he found out he was, you know, claustrophobic and he locked himself in a storage room. So it was pretty funny. It was yeah, well done. Mm-hmm. Very funny. And then it was like, this is how, you know, thanks to Texas Health Resources, this is how he found out he was at risk for heart disease. And then it ended with humorous note where his dog came up to him as like a golden retriever. And he's like, looks like I'm the one that needs to go for a walk, right? Because he needs to be healthy. And then the dog runs away. And then the final line is like, this is how Bob found out his halitosis is back. And he kind of breathes <laughs> in his head. It was really good. I mean, I, top yeah, notch. I thought so too. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so that's an example. But I think, 
you've you've got to think about the context for these things where if you're talking about health and wellness, you have a lot more flexibility to use humor and fun. Right. Uh, it's much more difficult if you're talking about uh, not heart disease, which of course is serious, but you can you can get there with humor, but heart surgery, cancer, uh, you know, brain problems, mental issues, uh, behavioral health. Uh, once you start getting to the real issues that people have and are dealing with, then I think it can be more difficult, if not rare, that right. you can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think there's that sensitivity component. Yeah, you just yeah. you start finding more people who are more sensitive to what you're discussing now, and talking about. Now, yeah. Yes, yeah. And I will say that we actually, I think, pulled it off. It's not pure humor, but uh, a number of years ago, we did a brand campaign for a local system uh, that was basically uh, a satire of movie releases. So we created fake movies, essentially, uh, and we promoted those. They were hero-type movies, and you didn't really even know that it was a hospital. In fact, for the first month, the campaign ran, ran uh, there was no logo on it, but mm-hmm. it was, it, you know, we had trailers, we had movie posters. The the quintessential one was Courage Girl, and it showed a woman in a, like a Superman suit, except for it was a C instead of an S, uh, and the trailer talked about her courage, and, uh, you know, there was another one called The Warrior, which was a guy who looked like the gladiator, uh, and the, the, the movies themselves weren't funny, but the whole thing was satire. Mm-hmm. And once you dug into it, uh, you realized that these were actual patients who had actual heroic stories, and we were using this uh, meme, if it were, to get your attention. Uh, so you had you had to kind of have a little bit of sense of humor to get that far, but it was very successful. Uh, I don't think we heard one negative from it. You know, nobody was offended. Uh, right. You know, nobody certainly nobody felt misled or whatever. Uh, again, they weren't comedies. The movies weren't comedies per se, but the whole idea was satire of the movie industry and using that um, that model to try to get people's attention. So it's not quite pure humor, but I think it's it's in the realm of of humor. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? That's yeah. fair. I think that's fair. So we had another if, uh, one. Oh, go I don't ahead. Know, is satire the right word though? I was just verifying with uh, the definition here. Might be the wrong, maybe the wrong word to use. At least based parody? on the definition for a parody. Yeah, I don't even know. Is parody right? Well, but it was a little bit satire <laughs> in like the Courage Girl one. It didn't literally say in a world, but it had that tone, you know, because yeah. that is satire. People go in a world because that's so overdone in movies, uh, and it was a little bit of that because uh, the voice was very commanding and over the top about the courage you find. Mm-hmm. So a little bit, a little bit, yeah, a little bit. Uh, one other one that I think we can post, uh, and this one was talked about, you guys talked about it, uh, when I wasn't on the podcast, but we've had some conversations about it. And it was the plastic surgery, uh, office in Jackson, Michigan that ran a billboard that said, friends don't let friends muffin top. Uh, and the point was, you know, you're trying to lose weight, I guess, and you don't want to gain weight by eating muffins. Uh, but if you do, you could have plastic surgery. I guess it's kind of their. <laughs> I mean, their overall point is, 
you know, there are other ways to pay attention to your weight and, and we can help you with that if you can't avoid the muffin. Muffin top? Yeah, and then they had another one. I, see, I thought that that's kind of cute. There were people that got offended because it falls potentially into the fat shaming um, genre, which is a big deal now. Uh, right. But they had another billboard that said size matters. So first of all, without anything else, now you're entering into a certain kind of humor. Um, you're entering into blue humor. But they didn't <laughs> even... That's what it's called, blue humor. Really? That's, uh, never heard yes. of that. Sex, sexual or sexual innuendo. It's not necessarily... I don't know if it's always sexual. It's like rated R humor. Oh, okay. Um, but they don't even go there. They kind of do a they do a twist on it and they show two coffee cups. One says B and one says D and the D is twice as big as the B, which is supposed to allude to bra size. So size matters and how big your mambas are, which is for their <laughs> breast en- their breast enhancement surgery, right? Uh, so that offended people too. And I think it probably offends people on two levels. It offends them um, because you're talking about boobs. Uh, or using size matters. And it also offends them, certain people, in a way like it shouldn't matter how big your boobs are. You certainly shouldn't get them enhanced. Um, I think that's a tougher one because that's their business. That's their service. Right, right, I agree. Uh, And it reminds me of the the awesome campaign uh, that actually is going to be featured in the new book coming out from Advocate Health called Stories of the Girls. Have we talked about that on the podcast? I think we have. Yeah. And we'll go into it deeper when we get uh, closer to the book release. But, you know, Girls There is a double entendre for Mahambas too. Uh, and it's talking oh, about yeah. breast cancer. So <laughs> the, it wasn't humor. Uh, there was some humor. Like in one of the videos, of an older woman holds up this giant fuchsia pink bra uh, because they're kind of celebrating the the importance of breasts in women's lives and how much they talk about it and uh, but it's definitely a fun approach right. uh, to a serious topic, and they pulled it off fantastically. They did get complaints from people saying, "Hey, I find this offensive. You know, I don't refer to my my breast as girls." And but they oh, got they you know ten times, yeah. But they got ten times as many people saying, "Love it. Thank you for being real. Uh, thank you for bringing up this topic in a way that's accessible." Uh, and I think in some ways, if your humor is going to hit. You've got it's to be good. okay with some people not liking it. Otherwise, it's probably not funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I mean, I think that's really, in many, unless it's really just safe, cute humor, um, you know, right. using humor in powerful ways is, is the power of it is the, the polarization. You know, you're, it's really going to grab a particular audience. And when you, when you do that, you're really going to turn off a particular audience as well. That's just, that's just how humor works when it comes right down to like the really, you know, really powerful, um, you know, the stuff that really connects with people. If you're going to go, if you're going to be wishy-washy with it or just be cutesy with it, you know, it, yeah, it's going to be cute and fun for some people, but it's just not going to, it's probably going to fail to really grab anybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So that's how quickly we had to go through that one. Isn't that sad? Mm-hmm. It is. But... What we will do is, A, invite people who listen to send in their examples, good or bad, of humor, because we can definitely continue to talk about this and share those. We would love to hear from you uh, if you've got things you can send us. 
Uh, and Katie, hopefully that answers your question. I think the answer in a nutshell is yes, you can use humor. You just have to be careful with it. Uh, you have to accept the risks that go with it. Uh, and given what we do, you have to just be really sensitive about when and how you use it. But uh, it's definitely not off the table for hospitals and health systems to use. Not at all. Fair enough. Yeah. Wow. That was probably the fastest podcast we have done in years. I think so. <laughs> I'd have to agree. We're tw- 20 minutes in. We are. And we're going to leave it at that. Record time. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for joining us. We will be back next time with a much more long-winded podcast, undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. Fo, so fo, so fo. I just lost my train of thought. Or the arrogant healthcare marketing <laughs> bastards. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. <laughs> this is Adam Meyer. Jackie Olson. And Chris Bevelo <laughs> will join you next time. <laughs> <laughs>